Back again from Submarine Studios, it's Rage Across the Internet, your very favorite Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. I'm your host, Porter. To my left, as always, producer Joey. Hey, guys. To my right, our good buddy, Tom Dixon. How's it going? And once again, weavering in from the uh, the great unknown. The quarantine hub. The, find the quarantine hub. We have typhoid <laughs> Danny Tyson. Daniel, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say hi. I, I, want, I, I want to thank you for that, Joey, because I had nothing until you said quarantine. <laughs> hi, everybody. <laughs> Good to be here. Don't worry, I'll fix it in editing. I, please don't. It's not even worth it. Oh, back Left again. Left speechless. <laughs> That's two in a row. That is. That's yeah. not really hard. No. Eh, Freezing. It's fun, though. Hey, <laughs> this is the big P part, too. So. <laughs> I was waiting for I was going to say it, but you beat me to it. That's why I said freezing. I was waiting for someone else to say it. Yeah, that's right, everybody. Throbbing and tentacle-filled. We are, we are back for the second part of our Pentax episode. Oh, God. Oh, so bad. And also... If if we've got our if we've got our week straight, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> if we have our week straight, hmm, what are the odds of that? Well, I guess now that I've said it, it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to have to be. Now yeah, it has today. to be now. Yeah. Now, now this one has to air after <laughs> yeah. Christmas. Now, now you have after before. Christmas or before? Sorry, yeah, that's Christmas week right Christmas. here. Christmas week, yay! So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm talking about throbbing tentacle peas. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Mm-hmm. Tis tis the season. Um, oh. <laughs> so speaking of the <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the Hallmark Channel, so something's wiggling down your chimney. Call a cop and start <laughs> running. <laughs> ho ho ho! Oh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> right. <laughs> So I guess jumping right back into it. Yeah. You know, last week we introduced everyone to Pentex, which we've been waiting to do for a while. Right, right. And so we covered the Omega Plan, you know, what they're about and who they are. So we talked about the board of directors, had some fun with that. Mm-hmm. And now we thought that was the right time to stop. I know it was a smaller episode than usual, but we knew we were going to do a two-parter. And we felt, um, I feel bad with the hour and a half episodes. I know, because it, it just makes the rest of the episodes look smaller. Well, I think not only that, but it's like... Size doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it does when you're riding the big P. <laughs> I couldn't um, resist that one. Yeah, that was good. Thanks for the setup. <laughs> it's like I had a bow on it. <laughs> Merry Christmas? Oh, no. <laughs> what, have, what have we done? <laughs> back after these messages from our sponsors. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh. What? No, I, I, feel, I kind of feel bad when we start getting in the hour and a half episodes. Okay. Like, I don't want to say it's like maybe we've gone on for too long, but I know we got a lot of people who like listen on their way to work or, you know, on their lunch breaks, and when they have to break that episode down too much, I kind of feel bad. 
Okay, I see what you mean. Like, it, it's one thing, like, if you have to pause it and, and pick it up later, but if you're, if you're breaking it into, you know, two and three and four and five sections, yeah. you lose a lot of the... The, the, the... You know, it messes with the flow, it may be... Maybe you tune out for a little bit here and there. I don't know what. I, I don't know. But I just, I, sometimes I feel bad about the hour and a half. So, you know, knowing we were going to talk about it, I would have rather done two parts in an hour than a two-hour episode. Yeah, yeah. You know, I agree 100%. Because, yeah, there's a few times when I'm re-listening to them and it's like I have to pause and then I jump back into it. It's like, I don't remember five minutes ago, so I have to rewind it. And it's just... Gets to be a pain sometimes. Yeah, and you know, um, if you guys out there, if you feel the same way, let us let us know how you feel on the subject. Because you know, we're we're winding down season one here, and season two is going to happen come January. And uh, I, I'm waiting for all the responses. Go ahead, make two hour episodes. Right. <laughs> In which case, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. Right. Right. But you know, um, we always want to hear what you guys think, and you know how to do that. Get us. Uh, you know, there's the forms. You can drop a line on the forms. You can hit us at email, rageacrosspodcast@gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can get Joey up on Twitter. You can get me on Facebook. We're always on Discord. Yeah. Yeah, there's always... Even when it doesn't seem like it, there's someone on Discord. Um, so you can do it there. Anyway, just let us know what you think. Um, maybe we stick to an hour format, and then when we got more to say, we just do another. We two partners like this. Okay. Sounds we'll see. Good. Yeah. But anyway, jumping into it. Last time, yeah, we talked about the board of directors. We talked about what Pentex is, what they're all about. And now it's time to get into the what they do. Oh, oh <laughs> what they do. You know, I'd like to actually take a minute and, you know, check in with Tom and Danny, who didn't know much about Pentex. Still don't. Uh, before this, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't be I shy, about, guys. I know about the board. Okay. Sweet. Okay. Yeah, don't be shy about the questions, guys. Go ahead and, you know, jam us up, whatever. It's the thing that, you know, we were kind of told, don't look into them because we're going to do it in-game. You know, don't have that knowledge beforehand. We don't, we kind of like don't, don't get spoiled. Okay. I can see that. And I think, you know, we all went through discovering Pentex in our own ways as kids. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it it was the the dribs and drabs and the books. And, you know, we read those books cover to cover when they came out. Oh, yeah. So to hear you guys not pick it up and not, you know, be immediately drawn to Pentax is is unusual for me. Because everybody I knew was like, oh, what's the latest Pentax update? So are you saying that even currently as the game still continues to be played... Pentex is still continuing on? Well, yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we talked about it last episode with the, the Kickstarter for Worm 20. Mm-hmm. You know, there was there were more board elections. You know, there's, they're still out there. Plan Omega is still, still in place. still in phase one, so. Yeah. I mean, how do you stop that? Kill the board. That doesn't, <laughs> I mean, that. A, can you? No. <laughs> you know, I mean, when you have aspects of the worm inhabiting body suits if you kill that body suit it's just going to take somebody else over and be like i've been here all along <laughs> oh nice good call back already yeah it didn't take much long did it, did yeah, it's been did a week it's been a week um but yeah they they want to destroy the earth 
They want to leave it a lifeless rock. And they have a myriad of different ways of doing that. They certainly do. And it seems like corporate dominance is is their primary method of attack. Well, you know, you can't have a multinational umbrella corporation without having other corporations there. So, you know, Pentex is nothing without their subsidiaries. Right. And they have a lot of them. Oh, yeah, which there are a plethora. Yes. Now, you mentioned off-air 21. Does the top 21. Yeah, the top 21. <laughs> so, no, and, and each of those subsidiaries have their own subsidiaries. They can. They can. Some. I mean, um, yeah. Pyramid scheme, kind of. I don't know about that, but I'm sure that that would be right up their alley. So, um, what's your favorite company? Oh shit! Yeah. <clears throat> it's actually put me on the spot too because I don't I don't know what my favorite Pentex subsidiary is, and I don't know that I've ever been presented with that question or said those words out loud just a little red bow on it it's like my, my favorite pet what what does that mean <laughs> um i mean there's there's absolutely there's so many um and i think what i think i was i was bitching about this not 20 minutes ago you know i think the one i probably want to hear most about that we haven't like i could give you that okay okay is um otali burger mm-hmm it's, you know, it's the fast food chain in the world of darkness. And now, if you're like me, and you like to pull fast ones on your players and make them feel bad, <laughs> <clears throat> you um, you take those fictional names and companies and you attribute them to a real company. Okay. Because, you know, if I if I tell you, okay, guys, you know, let's say, let's say you have a working knowledge of Pentax, some player knowledge, Right. And I go, okay, you guys are hungry. You know, there's a there's a greasy spoon over here. Uh, it's about to close. But you've got some fast food. You've got, you know, Burger King, McDonald's, and Wendy's, and Otali's. Mm-hmm. You're not going to Otali's because you're like, well, you mean the worm-tainted one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take a Defiler burger and an Eater of Souls chicken sandwich. You know, oh, no, you're not, going to, you're not going to Otali burger. But if Otali burger is Wendy's, you get a one in three shot. But you're eating worm food. Out of three you mentioned, I'm choosing Wendy's. So. Yeah. Well, and a little aside, I believe in the Bonar book, the the main character worked at Otelli's. Um, I know, I recall in the story, Otelli Burgers played a big part because the guy would give the yeah. homeless man yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otelli, he'd, he'd save up for Otelli Burger. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I remember reading that. Yeah. 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 And see, that's the thing. is like, you guys know now that that's the worm-tainted one. So, like, if I say Otali Burger again, you're just, you're not going to go there. You've already eaten there. But when you were <laughs> reading the book, the Bonar book, mm-hmm. for the research for the episode. I had no clue. It, it right, didn't, yeah, didn't know. It was just a burger joint. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the Don't Sue Me Burger joint. Yeah. <laughs> it's our generic one. We can use this name. No one's going to get mad. Right. But we as storytellers in our actual games can use a real company. And, and, you know, I say to trick you guys, but I think that's important. Because you have, like, Otali Burger or King Distillery. Mm-hmm. You know? And then when the reveal about Pentex comes out, maybe you go to your fridge and you've got a six-pack of the Worm's Finest sitting but, there in the fridge. But that's... Or how about a half of a six-pack? That's actually... Because you've already drank the other half? 
Well, you guys, they don't sell worm-tainted beer. But you know what I'm saying. But their beer is just that. It's, you know, their King Distilleries is not a worm-tainted company in that sense. In that sense. You know, <laughs> they do bad things, but, I mean, they're selling alcohol, and they don't taint the alcohol. They really Maybe don't. They don't. No, and it's one of those, their primary means uh, of making it, quote, evil, is to make it just a little bit more potent and just a little cheaper. Yes. Gets you fucked up faster and harder than the leading brand. For less money. Yep. So someone's going to buy that over everyone else. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then when they get fucked up, you know, harder... What are they going to do? Are they going to go and beat their wife and kids? I mean, if you're Pentex, that's the goal. Yeah. I mean, all the more reason for them to taint it. But they're they're not. But see, by by letting him see, you're you're missing the step. And this is why you're not on the board of directors, Danny. Is is that (laughs) while they're, you know, massively plowed and, and prone to bad decisions, as we are when we're massively plowed, I make good decisions. Bane possession. <laughs> Bane possession. Oh, it opens them up all the okay. more to outside influences of the worm. Okay. See, yeah, I was looking at it as more like a long game. They don't taint it now, but get everyone hooked on it and taint it later. Yeah, they could do that too if they want to. They could do a special blend. Yeah. You know, but as it is, no, it's not a Bane in every can. <laughs> as, as opposed to the Megadon. It's your bane today. <laughs> as opposed to Megadon Pharmaceuticals, which absolutely does that. Okay. So King Distilleries is kind of the the standalone because they're not messing around with the worm taint. Directly. Directly. They they're playing the, you know, hey, we'll give you this and we'll make it more attractive, which is what all companies want to do. They, they're they making, you know, they hope that you choose their product. It's an enticer company. See what you did there. I like, I like the yeah, correlation. I like that, yeah. But, yeah, they're just saying, hey, you know, choose us and leaving the future bad decisions up to For you. later. <laughs> yep. Which, again, can open you up to band possession. Mm-hmm. That's, hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it makes sense. When Tom says, like, for the long run, the long game. Yeah, no, I, I get it. You know, and I mean, subsidiaries everywhere. I know there's a couple more you want to talk about, but they're more detailed, so I'm going to throw out some, some yeah, baby shit yeah. ones. <laughs> you know, and I mean, I don't remember, you know, you they have things, for example, you know, their, their television divisions. Mm-hmm. You have Action Bill. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which, which I, I want to use more, but I can't equate it to anything else. Like, I guess it would kind of be like G.I. Joe. But, you know, G.I. Joe fights Cobra. Oh, you're talking like TV shows. I thought you were talking like actual TV units. Oh, no, my bad. No. <laughs> yeah, like, no, you know. I, I knew what he meant. You have Action Bill, you know. Again, I'd, I'd call it kind of like G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. Where G.I. Joe fights Cobra, Action Bill fights the evil werewolves. Oh. <laughs> so not subtle not whatsoever. <laughs> not at all. Werewolves are evil. They're, they've got to be destroyed. They're, they're your hero, Action Bill, and you can go get your Action Bill... You know, command badge that will whisper shit to you. Well, and <laughs> so so those might even be being possessed. 
Oh, those those are one hundred percent are. Yeah, yeah. You go buy their action figure. You're I, I don't mean, getting something. I don't mean press the button on the badge; it'll tell you to kill your parents in their sleep. <laughs> I mean, one night it's going to go, "Hey, your parents are werewolves. Get them now while they're sleeping." Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Action Bill says you're on a secret mission to see if you can join the crew. And all you got to do is burn the house down. So they have Action Bill, which is the TV show. Yep, and, and the then, toy lines. And, well, the toy lines are made by Avalon Plastics. Yes, they are. Another subsidiary, I'm assuming. Yes. Oh. And that makes worm-tainted children's toys that increase the darker emotions and makes it easier for the children to act on those emotions. I like the evil Play-Doh. Yes. <laughs> the evil Play-Doh. It's like Silly Putty, only it'll kill you. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting there, you're making little, like, sandcastle. And it jumps down your throat. And chokes you to death. Yeah. You, you, turn, you turn around and you turn back around and it's not a castle well, it's, anymore. It's, it's like a little... Why on the Play-Doh it says choking hazard. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. You should have been watching your child your child because he put that in his mouth on his own. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So about your dead kid. But you know, if you're having trouble conceiving, you can go to Megadon Pharmaceuticals and probably get the hormone treatments you need to have another child. A vain child. Well, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Depends on how much king you drink that night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Megadon <laughs> Pharmaceuticals, it uses science to create miracles. Cool, so, cool, cool. Am I about to say quote miracles? Or? No, actual miracles. Do tell. So they have, like, diseases, you know, conditions, ailments, they use supernatural means to heal them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They routinely do the impossible. So, so when's the veil breach happening here? <laughs> so, their prophets are legendary because they're curing the incurable. Mm-hmm. And they have a trace amount of warm taint in every pill, every lozenge, every vaccine, every... Oh, yeah. I can anything. only imagine everything they have is probably some kind of worm taint in it. And occasionally, there are some side effects, which are not limited to um, Fomori. <laughs> no. Um, side effects are limited to... You weight now, gain, shortness of breath, blurry vision... Fomori. Mild psychosis, <laughs> minor mutations, emotional instability, or heightened sensitivity to corruption of the worm. So keep that in mind before you take the dose of fades, Danny. <laughs> the dose of what? Fades. Uh, I'll so, keep that in mind, thank you. F-A-I-D-S. <laughs> Got it. So. <laughs> thank you. Um, like I said, the side effects are rare. But the people who do have the side effects are then recruited by Pentex subsidiaries to work for them. Well, you know, there's a great, um, it's never explicitly stated, mm-hmm. but it's cool that you bring that up. Mm-hmm. Because the comic in the beginning of Freak Legion. Yes. So it always stuck with me. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was kind of right out of, to me, it always struck me as like a parody of Married with Children. Okay. You know, the comic was about a guy who worked at a shoe store. Whose life was good. He was like the high school hero man. Yeah. You know, he married the head cheerleader. 
Like this rare, never ends well. Like yes, married go with on. children. Yes. And then they get older and they have the kid and the kid's just shitty and awful. And the wife has become a terrible harpy woman. You know, and he's just miserable at his job at the woman's shoe store. Mm-hmm. Taking shit from customers and making no money. It, like, you know. This is a carbon copy. Exactly. And the thing is, is through this comic, he's sick. Yep. He's, he's throwing up a lot. And every now and then there's a maggot in the vomit. Mm-hmm. And this all comes to a head till like the end, you know, he's like, I gotta go, you know, I gotta go home, I gotta go home, I'm sick. His boss is like, fuck you, you're fired then. Yeah. You know, he throws, he ends up throwing up on his boss. And it's like acid. Just like acid oh. and maggots. Mm-hmm. I believe he goes home and ends up killing his wife and kid that way too. I believe. <laughs> you know, he can't control it. Right. With but, the acid throw up? Yeah, the acid maggot vomit. Okay. I mean, I'm not making jokes here. This is the plot of the damn comic. Yeah. No, I'm, I haven't read the comic, so yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. yeah, and it ends with a couple of shadowy figures in black coming to grab him to offer him a, a higher calling. A new job. Yeah, and so that's interesting you bring that because that tracks so well with that in Freak Legion. Yeah, and it's it's stated that Pentex, you know, and by Pentex I mean the subsidiaries. Right. They make Fomori on purpose and accidentally. And so the, the the pills and the lozenges all have that trace amount that's your accidentally? <laughs> that's one of the accidental ways well, that I mean, they can make for more. How I mean, how do you call that accidental? You're putting worm taint in something, you eventually are going to get for more. <laughs> well, you know, you're going to keep in mind is, you know, to get a femor, it's, it's a human possessed by a vein. Mm-hmm. Worm taint doesn't necessarily, you know, equate. It just makes it, them it more susceptible. Certainly. And it attracts banes, but it doesn't necessarily, right. you know, doesn't guarantee possession. The other thing that Megadon does is Megadon Pharmaceuticals. Now, this is, you know, your average run-of-the-mill, quote, drug company. They train Fomori in warehouses. Train them to be like fighters and yeah, and whatever like servants you know, of the worm. Yeah, they they go out and recruit them, and then take them back to you know warehouse base A, and teach them how to fight and how to use their fomori powers and whatever job they need them to do. And fomori powers. <laughs> well, you you laugh, but no, I I know I'm I'm laughing because it sounds weird, but I know it's absolutely right. So they have these warehouses that are training centers for the Fomori, and monkey wrenchers would break them up, would, would bust in and, you know, wreak havoc. And since 9-11, the, the corporate lawyers have gotten that ruled as terrorist activity. So those monkey wrenchers that are busting into the warehouses to break up the Fomori... Training rings are considered terror. Are like now domestic terrorists are now being yeah, you know, call Project Twilight. Yeah, which kind of just shows how high up like Pentex really is. That's true, and you know we we talk about family. We talk about training because you know some of those guys end up on first teams. Yeah, which are the elite special squadrons that Pentex creates and funds and sends out to do whatever dirty work has to get done. You know, um, but they're not the top. They they are elite, but they're not the top. 
because of the prime team. They're but they're still not to be fucked with. Oh no! You know I, I don't want to understate the the, oh, the ability of teams. a first team. First teams are scary. Like I, I I don't know, I don't know which day of the week, but I'd flip a coin over a pack of spirals or a first team. Yeah. Damn. Hmm. Huh. Depends and, on what's on that first team. And spirals can be in first teams. Yep. Often lead them. Yeah. And then you get. Well, then you said there's more than the first team. There's a prime team. Yeah. Jesus. There is a prime team. And this one is recruited by the um, executive director, Peter Culliford. They work exclusively for him. Okay. It is one, one, 12 person team. So it is the top 12 people. <sighs> okay. Yeah. It's scary uh, shit. Yeah. Um, it's a bad day. They are chosen from Project Iliad, Project Odyssey, and all of the first teams. So once a recruit has been selected, their, quote, deaths are arranged, and they are given a makeover and specialized training. Makeover? They are given a makeover. So their appearance has changed. Okay, so just appearance-wise, fine. <laughs> um... They get a manicure. It's, the it's fine. the <laughs> prime team is usually comprised of commandos, psychics, techno geeks, and agent provocateurs. And of course, you you mentioned some of those things, and um, it it makes me wanna before we because I, I feel like maybe maybe there's more. Yeah. In, yeah. In the, I mean, yeah. there's always more. Also, raise the question: What the hell are these projects? They have the special projects division. Yes. I've been excited about this. <laughs> I was going to say, your, your eyes kind of lit up when she said some of those. Yep, yep. And uh, the, the special projects division can be broken down into um, three, three areas, really. Mm-hmm. And the first is Project Odyssey, which is the development of psychics. Okay, I mean, it sounds cool. No, no. Quarantine tainted <laughs> psychics. No. Yeah, and I mean, and it's you know, it's it's the development they're they're trying to make psychics, not find people with abilities, but produce them Ugh. through <laughs> yeah, all sorts of no goodness. Um, this is uh, um, it's it's actually probably the kindest of them. Yeah. Of the of the special products divisions. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because there's there's a level of value in them, you know. When they when they when they're able to create psychic abilities in someone, that person is now um, they're they're given the, they're they're a psych they're psych eval they're spiritual eval, and they're given a, a job. These are valued employees now. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I moved a pack of pens once. <laughs> I get a job now. Well, hey, um, well, think about this. You know. You you have a psychic in the company, right? Let's say a hundred. Mm-hmm. You you can send them to the warehouses of particular subsidiaries. That's a garu. Hmm. That's a kinfolk. That guy called the news on you yesterday. Yeah, there's there's some serious potential there. Like just that. Forget getting into somebody's brain and scrambling it, right? Right. No, it's it's public information. Well, I don't want it public, but like. It's, it's useful information that the entire company can use. Exactly. Beautiful tools. Yeah. Now, there's also Project Iliad, mm-hmm. which is R&D of Fomorai. <laughs> build a better Famor. Something that passes for human more. I thought that sounds like build a bear. <laughs> something that can pass for human more often. 
something that can hide its abilities, something with better abilities. Enticers, Project Iliad. Um, Burgerheads, Gorehounds, mm-hmm. Project Iliad. Mm-hmm. Designer for more. Designer for more. We can build a better bane. <laughs> that's like that's like a slogan. Yeah, <laughs> it is now. And then, of course, you have the the most recent is Project Anid. Mm-hmm. Which that last one again? Project Anid. Anid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which I am probably going to bring up again for today's Galliard's Gathering. Mm-hmm. So that's a uh, okay. Heads um, up, got it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a heads up on that because we didn't discuss this before, but it's like, no, this is the time to do it. This is a, 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 the, the newest one. It it's, doesn't even have its own division yet. Right. But it, it's, it's kind of like um, a combination of the two. Little chocolate and peanut butter getting together. <clears throat> where they are building Psychic Femori. Oh, fuck. Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Sons of bitches. Yeah, they specialize in binding a specific type of bane called a mind feeder to a psychic host. Oh, my God. The result is a powerfully gifted psychic femur with an addiction to human brains. Zombies. Mm-hmm. Psychic zombies. <laughs> oh, God, it's such a bad day. Okay. Apocalypse is only getting closer. Now, just yeah. a couple little nuggets of information to make this all so much worse. <laughs> nuggets with the big P. Okay. Special <laughs> Projects Division. The subdivision director is Mr. Harold Zettler, who is the fifth generation Malkavian anti-trib. So, the boss of the special divisions is the fifth generation crazy Sabbat vampire. Very bad one. The very bad one. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then Project Iliad, which is the build a better for more, is directly <laughs> run by Francisco, the lupus-born... Black Spiral Dancer. Of course he is, too. Who's, it, you know, they have derangements. They they have problems. His special derangement is he has to eat, you know, the only food he can consume is still living people. Oh, fun. So that tells you how nice he is. I feel like you better be a successful test subject. Mm. Or you'll be a balanced breakfast. <laughs> but yeah. Those are the bosses. Those are the bosses of the special projects. Well, don't forget uh, Kiro Yamazaki, mm-hmm. who is also, I mean, he's in charge of Odyssey and Aided below Zettler. Okay, okay. Because um, Yamazaki like screws Francisco manager. over on um, Aided. He took all the credit. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he wants to run that project, that's why. Yeah. Well, he, um, he, he had a higher position on the board earlier. And has lost some power. Yeah. So he stole the credit for that. Trying to get that back. Yep. <laughs> so can we go back to my prime team now? We absolutely can. And, you know, I just... It oh, was yeah, the yeah, perfect yeah. place to go, well, you know, we're talking psychics. Yeah. Let me talk my special projects division. <laughs> well, she lost me when she brought in the project, when she actually named them. I was like, oh, what are those? Yeah. So... Yeah. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. So um, this 12-person prime team, like I said, there's only one. And they are fanatically loyal to Culliford, who is the executive director. He's, he's the high mucky-muck. Um, they will do things like stealing, you know, anything for him. Um, they will murder anyone for him. They will even do human sacrifices for him. 
Kalima, Kalima. <laughs> <laughs> but their primary purpose is to gather intelligence, you know, normally blackmail or corporate espionage. It would be great if I could talk today. Yeah, you got it. Um, and they <laughs> also eliminate his personal enemies. I'm sure that never comes up. <laughs> There's a huge well, no, laundry list of them. Is that fucking teddy bear like that? <laughs> But yeah, that's the 400-year-old guy that nobody knows why he's still alive or how or what he is. He's got a huge laundry list of people. Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. He he, doesn't have a list at all. They're all gone. He has this pack of 12 people that are fanatically loyal to him and will commit human sacrifice for him. I feel like the human sacrifice is like the least of their things. You know, it really, yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm with you there, Danny. Yeah. That when we're talking Pentex, human sacrifice seems like, you know, what is it, your first day? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're part of the baby ship program. Got it. Yeah. Oh, you just yeah. got here. Well, 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 the adults have the stuff to do, so. <laughs> human sacrifice. Psst. What is it, Tuesday? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. We do those on Wednesday. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, okay. Back to the subsidiaries. Yes. So, there's an interesting little triangle I found out about. And I think it's neat how the subsidiaries work together to make things so much worse for humanity. And, you know, Gaia and everybody. Um, Sunburst Computers is a discount computer. You know, so like... Like you're getting a Dell, dude. Sure. Or, like, you know, how <laughs> they had this thing where they were making, like, cheap, indestructible computers to go to third world countries so kids could get educated, you know. Um, were these computers also possessed and worm-tainted? Well, I wouldn't say possessed, but they used the tainted plastic from Avalon yeah, Plastics. See, there we go. Knew it. Um, <laughs> but they tout a green image... But the computers often malfunction, and the consumers are sent to a, quote, tech support line, (laughs) which is put in place to build frustration and rage. (laughs) So. This is the world of darkness. Yeah. True. Is it plugged into the wall? (laughs) (laughs) Although, I kind of wish the computers were possessed. That would... Boo. Insert nest, next disc. <laughs> <laughs> so, you have the Sunburst computers, which are made from the Avalon plastics, which is worm-tainted plastic. And then, you add in Telus that uses the webcams for their contact... <laughs> Which is the device that measures yep. and monitors people. Holy hell. Full circle. Yeah. So it, it makes transmission of banes over long distances easier. Yep. And then as they get irritated from having these stupid conversation with the tech guy... They're more susceptible to the being possession, which mm. is coming right from the microphone they're using on the camera. And holy hell. 
Is your computer turned on? <laughs> Please turn it off and turn it back on again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what, um, what company that could be. <laughs> so, so happy that I got rid of my Connect. You know, mm. it's, it's definitely like a, like a macro hard kind of thing. Not a, <laughs> I don't get sued, man. <laughs> I don't want to say it. Don't. <laughs> Gates will firebomb submarine studio. I don't want to. <laughs> We definitely don't want that. But Sunburst Computers has also hired hackers incognito to gather blackmail information. And they're like, oh, okay, so you're kind of working for us. Here's the way to infiltrate the computers. Bring us back information. Hmm. So they, they built in, like, secret backdoors. <laughs> the password is philanthropy. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So that's why three or four companies are working together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that and then the TV show one was working with the play, F1 players. Right. Because so, I mean, you got to get the toys. Somehow tied together. Yep. You got to get your stuff somehow. Now, there's one that isn't so much tied together that I know Danny caught, that caught Danny's eye. Oh yeah. And only Danny's eye. And yeah. Well, that's the thing too. We, we made him feel bad beforehand. <laughs> We're sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to. Well, see, I didn't realize what they actually were in, like, in as far as why they're in this book. Well, well what are they, Danny? To, to tell the you audience. Know, Black, Black Dog Gaming. And, and I didn't put two and two together. Danny. Until about, until about <laughs> half. He forgot his tinfoil hat. Yeah. I, I think it was kind of like a, I need to research. Okay. Why am you... I not thinking this out loud? Did you know about Black Dog Games before you read the chapter in the subsidiary book? No. Okay. So that's... Even, honestly, I don't even think I read the, that chapter in the subsidiary book. I think I read it in um, Worm. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> but it was, I mean, trying to make a long story short, you know, they were essentially just Black Dog Gaming is they're just preying on underage gamers by letting them be psychopathic murderers. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, because whole. Sure. Well, it's just trying to desensitize them, that's all. Well, yeah. and, you know, Black Dog is a, quote, division of White Wolf. It used to be. Yeah, and it was for their more adult games. You had um, Human Occupied Landfill was a Black Dog title. Um, Freak Legion. Freak Legion, the Shimasei And again, I had book. no idea about this when I was reading these. I had no idea that it was like an actual real thing. Actually, the Chronicle of the Black Labyrinth, I think, is also a Black Dog game. Okay. I, th I think it's a Black Dog book. Could be. It probably should be. Yeah. The Freak yeah. Legion is. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's like the, the Shimasei clan book. that It's all the stuff that shouldn't be... It's the stuff that mom and dad are going to be angry that their 16-year-old has. Right. And right. And it's one of those, like, I wouldn't be upset about a 16-year-old having it. I would be upset about an 11- or 12-year-old having it. Sure, either way, it was a way for them to cover their ass because it was an adults-only line. Right, right. But also, to, to get this meted up, in the world of darkness itself, Black Dog Gaming is the, the parody of White Wolf, mm -hmm. where they, they kind of poke fun at themselves. And Again, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I, I guess I forgot my tinfoil hat. You know, the, the, like hand the rope tabletop game. 
Mm-hmm. I forget the lycanthrope, the whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Lycanthrope, the whatever. Vampires, the whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah they and, had mockeries of all of... Of the, the game lines. Oh. Yeah. And so the idea is, is it turns gamers into the cliche that people think of. Gamers, you know, you add a little of the satanic panic from the 90s into that. Yeah, just that a little spice. You know, the, oh, I'm going to be murdered. He thinks the game's real and stab his sister. You know, okay. Well, and, like, there were the the vampire murders back in the 90s. All right. Yeah. I mean, no, there was a lot of that satanic panic nonsense. Glad I was too young for that. Yeah, West Memphis 3, you know, oh, they listened to Metallica. They they murdered those kids. But there was, <laughs> there was a boyfriend and girlfriend, and he was supposedly a vampire, and they, like, killed her parents. Like, for real. And, like, blamed it. Bummer. Yeah, they, but they blamed Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. The media. Well, the kids blamed, you know, being vampires, and <laughs> the media blamed the game because they may or may not have played it one time. And, you know, that makes Satan grab you and yeah. whatever. You know, it was, Having it was, an imagination makes Satan grab you. Yeah. But, right in the big P. But <coughs> there was um, there was Human Occupied Landfill and Buttery Wholesomeness that were two black dog games. And I had the pamphlet and the pamphlet was, okay, so you open up Human Occupied Landfill, the the game book. And there is a pamphlet stapled inside of it that had another game and... She's in quotes. (laughs) And it was a joke. But only gamer folk would get it. Because the whole thing was written as, like, how to play the game. So what you had to do was, you know, and it was leading you through how to start the game and what to do in the game and it basically boiled down to take the enclosed pills which there were no pills and go to sleep and when you wake up you will be in the game world and the first thing you had to do to let everybody know that you were playing the game was douse the inside of your house in gasoline and light it on fire parentheses don't worry your family has been informed and evacuated. No, no. I don't you. you were going to kill your entire family while they were sleeping by burning down your house. The whole pamphlet was a gigantic joke. The problem is, is it was only funny for the people who knew it was a joke. Right. And nowhere in the pamphlet did it say, this is a joke, guys. Well, because that would ruin the joke. Right. Um, and like reading the pamphlet to save your game, you walked up to a payphone and dialed zero and then told the operator you'd like to save your game. She will pretend to be confused. Don't worry, it's part of the game. Man, I wish there were still payphones. I would totally go do that right now. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, I was about to say a payphone. <laughs> What's a payphone? So, like. You know, it was absolutely hysterical, and we were taking turns, like, reading this stuff and laughing because it was so outlandish. Mm-hmm. But, oh, you know, nuts. you leave that laying around, and my parents find it and read it, and suddenly they're terrified that I'm going to burn the house down in the middle of the night. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I can see why. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't either. 
But I, but if they don't, again, they don't realize it's the joke. But it's there's, printed on a game piece of piece of paper. There, for a there's game, a limit, and, though. And, and you, yeah. you, they know you like to play games, so they think you're going to do it. Satanic panic. It right. was. Yeah, it was it a product was, of the not, era. I'm not saying it was an awesome idea. I said no, I. Yeah, it was oh an yeah, awesome and idea. in <laughs> and in reprints that that booklet was gone. Yeah, like, it was. It was a limited there, time. Yeah, it was like you better get it because it's gone and like. You know, I held it in my hands and read it, so, like, a lot of people have never even heard of it. I'm one of them. Yeah. Not anymore. Now, now yeah, you yeah, know now, about the yeah. game. But going back to oh, Black Dog. Now you lost the game. Oh, oh, no. Oh, you didn't save. You didn't save. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was always curious how many operators had somebody, like, asked to save their game. Probably 14. <laughs> <laughs> A fair number. I'm just—it's my guess. Because we give all wanted to try it. No, no I'm gonna say fourteen. That's why I say give or take about a hundred. I, I don't. I don't. No. I don't like there, no there's a lot of just, giving or taking. Right. All right. But I'm anyway, cool. yeah. it is the big B. <laughs> <laughs> the dead air was perfect. <laughs> Danny cracked himself up on that one, man. <laughs> Like, I, I'm torn. I don't know whether I want to edit out that, that silence or not. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that's staying in. Because cause when, he, when he cracks, that's the <laughs> yeah, money right that's, there. That's, that's worth it. Um, but, you know, go back to uh, Black Dog. You know, it's the thing. is It's it's the parody of White Wolf. Mm. And it's, you know, look, it's it's fun. It, it's cute. The, they can laugh at themselves. That, that was neat. Right. Then you could look at Book of the Worm 1 and see, oh... White Wolf's got a sense of humor, and they're doing a parody of themselves. It's cute. The problem for me, mm-hmm. and I have a problem with fucking Black Dog games, right? is that it wasn't as funny or cute in second edition, but they did it again. What about Worm 20? And, well, we're not even there yet. <laughs> because you get the subsidiaries book. Yeah. The details, you know, three or four subsidiaries, are, and they choose... I think it was four. Yeah, and Black Dog's the last chapter. I know. They don't detail they keep calling back on this joke. Yeah, and like they don't detail Otali's fast foods on a big enough enterprise. Actually, yeah, makes... I have I have the subsidiaries written down. It was Enron, Megadon, King Breweries, Avalon, Telus, and Black Dog. There you go. So that's that was the subsidiaries that were covered. And five of those are great choices. Yeah. And then the pen pencil and paper RPG company. That is a joke that we already get, you know. And then and they keep bringing it up. Yeah, Worm Twenty. They brought it back again. I remember, I you know, I was on the, I was part of the Kickstarter for Worm Twenty. Mm-hmm. So I was one of the people that was getting the you know, getting the early updates and could do the feedback. And I rallied against that shit, full full you know all the way because it's like we get the joke, guys. And I'm glad we can still laugh at ourselves after all these years. But certainly Please there cover. are other companies yeah. that should be covered with this page space. Then revisiting this joke, yeah. this dead horse that you have beaten every single edition of the game. That's that's what I was looking for. I was like, it's just you're beating on a dead horse. That's, yeah, I was trying to think of what it was you got to it. it. It's it's it was funny the first time. Yeah, and I would love to see them go in depth on Otali's. I feel it's I feel it's it's the biggest one that they just decided not to. Fast food. Mm-hmm. It's uh, huge. Yeah, how many? Just how many make just McDonald's? Millions and billions served. They stopped fucking counting. Right. 
Over $99 billion on the signs. Yeah. I mean, they just, just gave up. All of them. Everyone is eating McDonald's. Well, it's in every, damn near every country. What do you expect? Everybody. Yeah. It's worldwide. Shouldn't we... Cover that? Right? Anyone? Bueller? <laughs> like it's not his day off. You just want to tap on this. You just want to tap on the microphone and be like, is this on? Right? It's, it's a personal thing. It just sticks in my craw. You know, I'm glad that there's a sense of humor fine, but... You, you told the joke every time Pentex came up. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I get why you'd be upset. Yeah. And, I mean, Otali's has has really, you know, been involved in your stories. Yeah, I've, yeah. I mean, there was the great turducken problem that we had. <laughs> the, tur- the turducken problem. Oh, when they stole my... When they stole your idea. Yeah, yeah. with a turkey yep. and a duck. That's why I was laughing. Yeah, it wasn't, it's, it wasn't an actual turducken, but it was, I guess, on the show. On the show, it was a tur- turducken, turducken burger. burger. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Supernatural. Supernatural. I was um, running a bit in the in the Virginia games about, you know, this um, meat packing, you know, like the... You know, the, the, the company. Yeah, the, the meat packing plant, the, the company who would send, like, the, the frozen patties out. To the Otali burgers. Yeah, to the Otali burgers, to the Applebee's, to the Ruby Two. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and they their their new mixture was a bit wrong and people were dying, so they had to pull it because it was shit. It was not the formula we meant to put out there. Yeah, it, so, it, was, it was just a wee bit too strong. Yeah, a little too potent. So they had to, you know, do some recalls on the meat, which got the group involved. And it was like a five or six part story where they're going to either going up the thread and they're hitting these meat packing plants... And they're just trashing the places. And they're doing what they can, and that led to Giovanni. Right. It's where it all culminated. They killed mm-hmm. Enzo Giovanni. But um, while this is happening, <laughs> I, I get a call from Joey. I'm like four parts in at this point. Yeah. I get the dinner bell caper. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, she goes, have you been watching Supernatural? I'm like, nah, I kind of. She's like, you know, Supernatural. It was kind of a panicky phone call. Oh, wow. It was, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> Did you watch Supernatural tonight? And, and it turns out their season-long arc was about the evil monster business people um, through making this turducken burger for a fast food place, which would make people complacent and lazy and eat them until it finally turned them into monsters. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like your story. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> But at the same time, how would Porter know that? Like, it's like, how how would you know? How how would you know to write that? Or no, no, the other way around, Andy. I was four parts in, and they just started. That's that's my other point too. Is how how do they know it? Maybe maybe your computers. Maybe maybe there you go. Maybe there was a device in the house that monitored and documented. Did you have a Dell computer at the time? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he had a sunburst webcam. That's, that's what I was getting at. And, and a typhoon with, contact. Made with that weird plastics by that one company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone's someone stealing your shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. And, but I mean, that's, that's Pentex. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're everything. And, yeah. you know, and it's one of those things like, you know, I mean, you may not want to support Pentax. You may, you know, actively not buy booze from King Distilleries. But you're going to eventually buy something that has a plastic widget 
that was produced by Avalon Plastics and went through three or four different companies. So you're not even going to know. And that doesn't necessarily mean that everything's a worm taint, but you're still feeding the beast. More. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, you're more susceptible now, and you're, you're doing things that are helping be more susceptible to worm taint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that little... yeah. Feeding the beast, that's, yeah, that's a way better way to put it. Thank yeah, you. That, that plastic <laughs> widget might not be anything. Right. But they have a lot of made their money. Yeah. So, so I mean, you, it's, know, it's, you know, it's... Go have a cry in the shower, because... <laughs> Avalon made their money. Bastards. You know, and then not to mention their work on in the Amazon rainforest. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, we talk about the war of the Amazon, who do you think the war's against? Pentex forestry teams. Omega plan, hmm. step one. We're destroying the environment, the rainforest, pretty big target. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's frightening. And we're still on step one. Yeah. Oh, they'll be there a while. I think they'll always, unless... Right. That's the game you want to run. <laughs> Which is an option, but... True. I mean, by the time they get step two, Apocalypse happened. It had to have. Well, step two takes place on a lifeless rock. Yeah. Well, mostly. Yeah, yeah you know, gotta... there's a few meandering humans. They've got to, yeah, they still need enough people to be followers and enough, like, cows to produce the Otali burgers. I mean, you know, right, they got to yeah. get their farms going. And, I mean, what do they care? They can always go to Moonbase Pentex. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Base Pentex. It's not the official name, but it's what we like to call it. Yeah, it's um, no. it's something that they've uh, been working on about a little colony on the moon. It's on the dark side, right? It doesn't exist yet. Oh, but they. Yeah, um, I like what you did there, though. On yeah. the dark side, <laughs> this, this is good. But no, they have. Uh, you know, I mean, they've they've spent millions of dollars. You know, to try to discover aliens, they, they, they've done... It's a real thing. It's a thing they keep very, very quiet. Well. But they, they are open to and kind of backed off and then have once again reopened the concept of building a uh, base on the moon to, you know, A, I guess, keep them safe from attackers, B, keep them uh, separate from what they're doing to the planet, and hey, if, you know, while they're up there, they can, you know, drop a rod or two on some of their enemies. <laughs> no, no. Does this mean we're going to get wolves in space? <laughs> well, technically, Mir is a spiral hive. And that makes me mad and gives me spiders. There's a... Wait. There's a spiral hive in space? space the Mir space station apparently is somehow a spiral hive. How is that but, possible? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm going to guess that Angrily. one in your craw a little bit, huh? <laughs> How could you tell you, me? What, what made you yeah. say that, sir? <laughs> yeah. That face you just gave me? Oh, first what? Second, stupid. <laughs> third, wolves in fuck space. <laughs> Both, third and fourth. Wolves <laughs> in space and fuck off. So when are we running a wolves in space game? <laughs> Quarter past never, right? Yeah, yeah. That's... You gonna jump ship? I need an adult. I will jump ship. Thanks for that callback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't gonna play that game. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. But I think uh, that is our look at Pentex. Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't necessarily all-encompassing, but I dare you. Oh. Just cover the top 21. I dare you. It's, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit these monsters in the future, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You know, we it's, got some, but we wanted that, finally do that where we break. We finally broke Pentex. He finally Ooh. broke the big P. Yes, the big P is, <laughs> is broken wide open. What? Oh. <laughs> 
need an adult. <laughs> we can. Uh, I think we all need an adult. We can. We can retire this joke for the time being. Nope. This. this nope. <laughs> the pressure of this one has been building and building no. for months no. since we started. Oh my God. Is it throbbing? It, it definitely was. Glad you got to get the release. I think we all are, frankly. Oh my god! Oh, I think we broke Danny. Danny. Yeah. <laughs> we and again, this this is the Christmas episode. Oh, I forgot about that. Put a, put a bow on it. This is yeah. This is what Merry Christmas, guys. This is what people. Oh, Happy baby Christ. Jesus' birthday! Let's hear about these perverts. <laughs> <laughs> That's someone is saying that right now. <laughs> Thankfully, it comes out on Tuesday when people are still at work, because it's not Christmas Eve yet. (laughs) Yeah, but you get the people who are late getting to it because of the holiday week. You know, what are you listening to this morning, Johnny? (laughs) (laughs) Well, just fast forward to this part. It's at least they know. (laughs) We're a bunch of assholes. (laughs) Maybe we should do a disclaimer. (laughs) We figured we broke you. When you got quiet, I figured we broke you. I, when my headset came off, it was it was nuts. <laughs> oh, he had a good time with the big P. This is to say the big P will do that to you. Um, but but that is our show. You know, if you like what you've heard, you're something wrong with you, man. That's, <laughs> that's some sick shit. Um, no, um, you know you can you can support us. I mean, thank you for listening. And you can support us through uh, you know give us five stars over there on uh, iTunes. That makes a big deal. You know, rating us five stars wherever you can rate us. Just mm-hmm. it makes a it makes a difference. Um, if you got some extra money you want to throw around, you know, um, we've got our PayPal, we've got our Patreon, where we can give something back to you. You know, that'd be great. Send them to our Patreon. We can maybe afford to buy Tom some shoes, and then uh, you know, also you'll get some some bonus content. <laughs> You're like what? Hey Porter. Yeah. Um. Do you want to do your galliards? Oh, shit. He was just ready to be done. You You just let me roll. All right. Yes. Because you foreshadowed. I did foreshadow. I fucking forgot. uh, Well, that's a first that he forgot about. Well, Danny started waving the pee around. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) No nasty fuckers got me distracted. No, I might, have, I might have mentioned it before. I know I've talked about it before. I don't know if we've done it official. Like, we might have done it last week. I don't fucking remember. Okay. Um, is Stranger Things season one? Mm-hmm. You know, and as I'm saying this, I feel like I, I just said it a few episodes ago, but I, no, I don't think it wasn't so. a few, but I, I know we've mentioned it was a while mentioned ago. It. I think it was yeah. when we did the uh, Umbra episode. Okay, it could be because the Upside Down is a great in a glance for the Pen Umbra. But the, the, the thing here is, you know, Stranger Things Season 1. And it's a game I like to play time to time. You guys have played it, played the game with me where you, you take a show that's about you know, how it's secretly about werewolf. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so if you look at Season 1 of Stranger Things, it's about a, uh, a psychic from Project Ainted who escaped before she was uh, fused together with that uh, Mind Feeder Bane. Okay. Which would be the Demogorgon. That's why they have that connection. And that's a scrag running around at first. Well, it, 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 it looks like a scrag. Right. But if you if you go the Project Aided version, you could hmm. go Project Aided 2, where, it's just, where she's a manufactured psychic for Pentex who escaped. Hmm. They, send, they send the scrag after her. Either way. 
Either way. Either way, Stranger Things season one right. is about right. a, a pen and the an escaping. Down is the umbrella. Yeah, I mean, an yeah. escaped pen text test subject. That fits too well. I know, right? Which is why I wanted to bring it up today, because I don't think there's a better time to bring it up. You know, it's like this is the one. <laughs> so thank you. You're welcome. You know, <laughs> good save, Joey. Right? Because I was just, you know, you we, were, we were just doing the end of show preamble. Yep. And I'm gonna hop back on that. Okay. <laughs> No, not the big people. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to say it, so I was shaking my head. No, everyone listening thought it. We've already instilled that. We're going to hear about this for weeks in the Discord. I was I was waiting for time to say it. Oh, I held my tongue. <laughs> oh, my God. We're such assholes. Okay, uh, yes. so guys, you have to rewind this episode. Make sure you have a large bottle of liquor. Oh, and no. every time there's a that's what she said joke that could have been made but wasn't. Drink. Drink. This is this is for New Year's. Yes. Yes, do that for a drinking game for New Year's. Uh, done. Your host Porter does not, does not <laughs> sign off on this. Do not send your hospital bills. <laughs> for alcohol poisoning. Do not send them to Summer Rain Studios. <laughs> I do not endorse this. <laughs> the opinions of, of Tommy Dixon and, and producer Joey are their own. Well, I know what I'm doing on New Year's. Of course you I'm are. getting bombed. <laughs> right? You're getting your stomach pumped. <laughs> Alcohol yeah, poisoning. Your stomach pumped. <laughs> so... On that note. Yes, and then, you know, again, um, you like share and rate us, uh, recommend us, you know, word of mouth. It's important. Help us get more people to, to share the love for the game and the fun that we're having here doing this. Again, if you've got the extra cash, pay, we've got PayPal, which is that'd be cool if you want to make a donation. Patreon gets you something back, which we prefer because we yeah. like to get back. Um, another reminder is we're taking away is that the store is closing. Soon. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like the it's like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know. If you forget your head on the other side of it, you better grab it. Because that cave wall's closed. Mm-hmm. But once that's gone, that's done. So consider everything in there limited edition, because we don't know what we, we'll be able to get back once um, we find the vendors we like. Right. Maybe, maybe not. I don't want to tell people. We'll have all our stock. I, oh, I don't we know don't what's know. going in there. Yeah, we're, we're not there yet. We don't know what we'll have. But if you want something, now is the time. You know, don't screw around. Um... I think that aside, I believe yeah. that covers it all. Um, we want to thank you so much for listening. You know, again, Merry Christmas, everybody. And we'll see you next week, I believe, for the season one finale. Woohoo. All right. Um, Damn. Yep. All right. Um, on behalf of everyone here on Summer Rain Studios, we want to thank you again. Take care of yourselves. Be excellent to each other. And we will see you next time.